0: Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things super show. Top story for this week, Nerdvana hosts their first creative competitor tournament this past saturday october 8th they had 16 players they ended up having four swiss rounds with a cut to a top eight let me give you who was in the top eight i'm going to give this to you in matchup order so the first two were the first matchup in the top eight number three and four second matchup so on and so forth so top eight nerdvana created competitive competitor tournament E.V. Fresh as King Pink versus Johnny Eldorado as Macho Man. Second match, the SRG B.O.W.S. as Jacques A. versus Simon Davner as Brian Cage, the new version of Brian Cage. Third matchup in the top eight, Jeffrey Fox as the Mortician versus Ricardo Rodriguez as the chair extraordinaire Sean Spears. The final matchup in the top eight, El Hombre Cybernetico playing as himself versus Ryan Pierce playing as the newest version of Alien Invader. In the next round, we have Johnny Eldorado versus the SRG B.O.S.S. in a Psycho Circus match. And we have Jeffrey Fox versus Ryan Pierce In a steel cage match. From what I understand, these were chosen at random. In the finals, we have Johnny Eldorado as Macho Manny versus Jeffrey Fox as the Mortician in a main event match. This match ends up being a decent length, it goes all the way to Crowdmeter 1. At Crowdmeter 1, the winner and the winner. Of the Nirvana Create a Competitor Tournament. Johnny Eldorado playing as Macho Manic. Congratulations to Johnny Eldorado for winning Nirvana's first ever created Competitor Tournament. From what I understand, he will be making the competitor based on his wife, the Cherry Glamazon. So the Cherry Glamazon will be joining the Legendary Fighting Federation as a result of this CAC tournament win. There were also a few featured matches at Nerdvana on this date. First, we have a couple of locals matches. The local Underworld Championship was on the line. The current champion, Lobo Suicida, as Loudmouth Leo Larynx, took on challenger Rinrin Same playing as Kenny Omega with the winner, new champion Rinrin Same. Then we had the World Heavyweight Championship of the store. The champion El Hombre Cybernetico playing as AJ Styles versus the challenger JPL playing as JPL with the winner still champion El Hombre Cybernetico. Congratulations to both him and Rinrin Same for winning the championship matches at Nerdvana this past Saturday. The final match, the LFF United States Championship was on the line. The champion, the screaming Ganshee, playing as chamomile tea, the challenger Simon Davner, playing as the new version of Brian Cage, square off in a standard singles match that only goes about five minutes. The winner rolling an 11 at crowd meter zero. New champion Simon Davner. congratulations to him for becoming the new United States champion. I had heard there might have been a grudge match between our new U.S. Champion and EV Fresh, I don't know if that happened. I didn't see it streamed. I have no reports on it. If that did happen and I missed it, I apologize. But I did not see that match take place. That was Nirvana's create competitor Tournament. Next week, October 15th, there is going to be another create competitor Tournament, Marktoberfest 4, hosted by Rust Belt Wrestling at their local store, Recess Games in North Olmstead, Ohio. Let me give you the details on that. Marktoberfest 4 is scheduled to start at noon on October 15th. There are, from what I'm seeing here, a player limit of 64. Tickets are still available for that. $30 per ticket. You'd go to the Recess Games website. To buy your ticket, thirty dollars per ticket. It looks like the ticket also includes an event the next day, October sixteenth, the backlash event that starts at eleven a.m. That has a twenty-seven player limit. It looks like your ticket gets you into both events. I don't believe everyone is going to be at both. Clearly, they can't because there are less spaces available on Sunday. That's all I have about the Sunday event. Let me get back to the Saturday event. I said earlier the event starts at noon. That looks like when the registration will start. Bell time will be 1 p.m. There will be promo cards available for people going to the event. There will be six rounds of Swiss with a cut to a top 16. In the top cut, there will be random stipulations. Those stipulations will be chosen from the following list steel cage ligers den ring of fire lumberjack steel chain psycho circus and tables so players should be prepared to play in those the finals will be played with the main event stipulation the following competitors are booked meaning you cannot play those competitors in the tournament. the original general manager john clace x-royce snake pit devil's advocate the original EC3, Vanilla Gorilla, and Scarlet Graves. All other competitors are legal. That is all I have for you about Marktoberfest 4. The same weekend, the same weekend, SRG Universe will be at ArmorCon. Let me talk a little bit about ArmorCon. ArmorCon is a three-day convention. It's being held at the Best Western Royal Plaza Hotel and Trade Center in Marlborough, Massachusetts, from Friday, October 14th through Sunday, October 16th. It's $75 to attend all three days, $35 Friday only, $45 Saturday only, $30 Sunday only, and then there are some children's passes if you're going to be bringing children ages 7 through 13. So it looks like children 6 and under are free. 7 through 13 reduced prices, 14 and above full ticket price. There will be Super Show events at Armacom. First, they are going to be sealed events three different dates. No cost to the sealed event from what I'm seeing. Friday at 2 p.m., Saturday at 2 p.m., Sunday at 1 p.m. Those are the events that are going to be going on, the sealed events, that is. There's going to be a singles tournament Friday night at 6 p.m. Again, no additional cost for the singles tournament. And there's going to be a tag team tournament Saturday night, 6 p.m. Also, no additional cost. All of these I'm getting from the ticket section of the website. There's a buy badges section and a buy tickets section. All this I'm getting from the buy tickets section. There are also three learn to play events. Friday and Saturday, the events start at noon. Sunday, the event starts at 11. Again, no additional cost for any of these events per the ticket section of the website. It looks like there are plenty of tickets available for all of these events. It looks like, from what I'm seeing, each event has been allotted to 48 tickets. The most tickets I've seen for any event, one. Every event has either 47 or 48 spaces available. So, if you are going to ArmorCon, pick up your tickets. I don't know if they have a generic system like at Origins or Gen Con in years past, but it is always better. For SRG to be able to show numbers of people going. So if you're going to ArmorCon and you're going to play in these events, pick up tickets, there are still pretty much every ticket available. Also, and I'll mention this, there is going to be a con exclusive competitor. I believe it's called Geruth, who is the mascot of ArmorCon. I know that will be available for purchase on site. I don't know if they're going to put it on the website. I hope so, because not all of us are coming, especially with Marktoberfest happening same weekend. That is all the news I have on ArmorCon and Marktoberfest. Next thing, let me talk about this before I forget, because I forgot last week. We have a date and a location for Grand Gathering Three. Grand Gathering Three will take place. Somewhere in Cleveland, Ohio, the weekend of March 17th through March 19th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. While the city has been announced, so if you need to book a flight, train, bus, however you're going to travel there, you can do so now. The venue, and I'm assuming the associated hotel, has not been announced. I believe that will be announced possibly as early as this upcoming week, and tickets for Grand Gathering 3 should be going on sale at the same time. I assume, I don't know this, but I'm going to assume the ticket price will include the hotel price. I know it did for the original Grand Gathering. I don't know if it will include it for this Grand Gathering, but the original Grand Gathering, when you bought your ticket, that also included your hotel cost. You told them how many tickets you'd need, how many days you'd need for the hotel. That's all I have for Grand Gathering 3. Faction Wars 4. The Faction Wars 4 draft is scheduled to take place this upcoming Monday, October 10th. It will be streamed live, twitch.tv srguniverse. The pre-show will start at 7.30. The draft itself will start at 8 p.m. There will be 8 rounds to the draft. It is a snake draft, so round one. The pick order will be pick 1 through pick 19. In round two, it'll be pick 19 through pick 1. In round three, it'll be pick 1 through pick 19. And it will alternate through all eight rounds there will be six singles competitors drafted each with a different printed 10 skill and there will be a tornado tag team and a trios drafted if you're curious about what's going to be going on during faction wars 4 this is a good starting place so you can tune in twitch.tv/srguniverse 7:30 p.m., October 10th, and watch if you're interested in Faction Wars Four. The CCC results from round four came in this past Wednesday. The winners of the Fatal Four Way match between Lauren Santiago, Time Bomb Tim, JAC, and Vicious Vic Vandal are JAC and lauren santiago this is your finals matchup there are going to be two weeks for people to release any promos they want after the two weeks there is going to be a compilation video created i don't know any details about it other than there will be a video created from what i understand for jac and one for lauren santiago based on available footage whatever pat the thinker pat mulligan's in charge of this whatever he decides he's going to do he will have these videos made from what i understand october 19th talk of the universe there will be a committee made up of independent professional wrestlers last year there was a committee it was a blend there were some talents from the lff hollywood i believe was one of them I believe Rob Graves was one of them. Felicia Rose was one of them. I don't recall everybody on the committee. It was a six-man committee. And they ended up voting. They're going to be doing something similar this year. I have no details about the committee. I don't know what the makeup is going to be. I don't know what the number of members is going to be. All I know is there's going to be a committee. They're going to see the videos that Pat will have created for each competitor. I don't know if they're going to have any other information, but based on that, they will vote, and the vote will determine the winner. I know I reported in the past, Pat Mulligan had said, the winner won't be announced until the SRG award show. I can't imagine if there's a live committee on the October 19th Talk of the Universe show that the vote won't be revealed, the vote results won't be revealed for three months. I have to imagine they'll be revealed on that day, So I'm going to report that we'll find out on the 19th who wins the 2021 CCC. Then presumably after that, the 2022 CCC registration period will open. The registration period closes Halloween, October 31st. Now, there has not been any information as of yet released about how you register for the 2022 CCC. So hopefully we'll find that out. No later than October 19th. That doesn't give a huge gap to turn it around. That's, I believe, 12 days between the 19th and the 31st. So it's tight, less than two weeks. But that is what I'm thinking is going to be happening. That's just my speculation based on the information I have. But this is the finals of the 2021 CCC. I'm supporting JAC. I'm pulling for him. We'll just have to see what happens. As of right now, I have not seen any new promos from either competitor. I'm hoping, and I believe we will see something from JAC soon. No idea what's going on with Lauren Santiago. But look for promos, look for videos, and this is it. At this point, as I'm recording this, we have about 10 days until, what I understand, the final vote... The 2021 CCC will have a winner in just under two weeks. The last bit of news I have before we move on to the results of the online tournaments from this week are there was one other LFF championship match this week. We had an LFF hardcore championship match, it was a tables match. The champion, Time Bomb Tim, called out his opponent, Pat the Thinker, Pat Mulligan. After he called out his opponent, the general manager of the Hardcore Division, Mark Perry, decided to make it a triple threat match. So we end up having Thursday night a triple threat tables match streamed live on Chibi's Twitch page between the champion, Time Bomb Tim, playing as Wrench Monkey, Versus Pat Mulligan, playing as his own creation, the ringleader. Versus Chibi, playing as his own creation, Chibi. This pretty back-and-forth match, I didn't see too much domination from one side over the others. There was a little bit of a disadvantage to Time Bomb Tim in that, while the other two competitors were willing to double-team, to Take on Time Bomb Tim. Neither one was willing to double team with Time Bomb Tim to take on the odd man out. I don't know if that was just the particular you know, situation all the players found themselves in or if that was a deliberate plan, but that's what happened in the match. In the end, at crowd meter zero, Chibi plays the Seat of Power, rolls a six. The only way Chibi can win. Rolling that six is if Time Bomb Tim rolls a five because the seat of power finish when the opponent rolls a five. The opponent cannot break out, and unfortunately for Time Bomb Tim, he rolls a five. Chibi wins. Chibi is the new LFF Hardcore Champion. Congratulations to Chibi for his victory. Now let's talk about the online tournaments. From this past week. We will start Monday night with the Monday night consigliary fights. There are twenty players registered for the event. They end up being matched up in group stages, four groups, five players per group, top two from each group advanced into the top cut. So in the quarterfinal round. All of the matches are played using the Psycho Rules stipulation. In the semifinal round, all of the matches are played with the Sticks, Stairs, and Chair stipulation. And both the finals match and third place match end up being last competitor standing matches. The top four here were, and actually I'm going to take that back, I don't believe the third place match was a last competitor standing but the top four in this tournament end up being in fourth place, playing as Lucky Cat, Nico, Fotista. In third place, playing as the new Brian Cage, the new LFF United States champion, Simon Davman. The finalists are Swaggy, playing as Danny Limelight, and Ricky Riot, playing as Ricky Riot, with the winner, Winning for the first time as his own competitor, Ricky Riot, as Ricky Riot. Congratulations to him getting over the hump, taking his own competitor to a tournament final. That brings us to Thursday and Chibi's Thursday night fights. This was also a group stage tournament. Four groups, four players in one group, five in the other three. There were 19 players. So one group was short a player. But still, four groups, top two from each group advanced. So we have a top eight cut. In the first round of the quarterfinal round of the cut, all of the matches were New York rules matches. In the semifinals, all of the matches were Beast Unchained matches. And in the finals, all of the matches were tables matches. The top four were, in fourth place, playing as the Magnificent Mr. Ray, the Italian Bombada. In third place, playing as the original donation, Loudmouth Leo Lyrics. The finalists were the Grump Danny Thunder as Maestro and Thebes as the Sheeples Champion, with the winner, the Grump Danny Thunder as the Maestro. Congratulations to the Grump for winning Chibi's Thursday night fights. This brings us to Sunday night fights. Before I get to that, one thing I realized when I was talking about ArmorCon and kept referencing the website for pricing and tickets, I'm talking about the ArmorCon website. I realized that people could think I'm talking about supershowthegame.com. No, the ArmorCon website is where you find the information about badges and tickets. Now, Sunday Night Fights. Two matches on Sunday Night Fights. The first match is to determine who will face Kirk Polka for the LFF Underworld Championship at Marktoberfest, taking place less than a week from the time I'm recording this, October 15th. I talked about Marktoberfest earlier on. The two potential challengers are... John Mathis from BCW and the Director of Operations, Dave Marisak. I know that John Mathis was picked for this because he has won two different two-minute challenges on the dojo on Tuesday nights. Why Dave Marisak was picked, I just missed that. I don't know why he was picked. If they announced it, I missed it. So, The match, standard singles match. John Mathis is playing as the Ikuzo version of Bell. Dave Marisak is playing as the man from IT. This match goes to Crowdmeter 1. This match to me perfectly showcased the strength of the man from IT. Watching this, I kind of realized it's very similar to Ariel Lipstick. The big difference, I would say, is with Aerial Lipstick, it's the opponent of Aerial Lipstick that gets to choose what's buried. With Man From IT, he gets to look at your hand and then bury a very powerful card, a follow-up or a finish. This match saw John Mathis on the ropes for a large portion of the match. At one point, he had no cards in his hand, but... He was able to get some cards in play, get some finishes in his hand. At Crowdmeter 1, he plays the submission finish. It is not stopped. He rolls a 10. The Director of Operations cannot break out. And John Mathis, as Ikuzo Bell, will face the champion Kirk Polka, playing as Scarlet Graves for the LFF Underworld Championship at Marktoberfest 4. That was match number one. The final match from Sunday Night Fights, the NESS Championship, a New England Super Show Championship on the line. The current champion, the host of Sunday Night Fights, Brian Waitford Schmidt versus Swaggy D. Brian Schmidt is playing as Uranus. Swaggy D is playing as the Rogue. Anthony Gangone. It is a New York rules match, which means it starts at crowd meter one. but also means the rogue Anthony Gangones gimmick is on. All of his finishes are also follow ups. This match ends up going to crowd meter two, primarily through a stop from Swaggy D that bumped to the crowd meter. Very clear that Swaggy D was leaning into his gimmick, trying to increase the crowd meter. The winner, though, at Crowdmere 2, Brian Schmidt, he retains. He is still the NESS champion. That does it for Sunday Night Fights. As far as next week goes, I already talked about Armacon, I already talked about Marktoberfest. There are currently no online tournaments posted, but Monday Night Fights and Thursday Night Fights will more than likely happen. The dojo will happen on Tuesday night. A new event did get posted for October 29th. October 29th, 7 p.m., the Dread Pirate Tech Support is running a charity event for the Extra Life Charities. This is the Dread Pirate Extra Life Spectacular. It's a single elimination tournament with the following rule when you defeat a competitor and eliminate them, your competitor gets to use their gimmick for the remainder of the tournament now if you are eliminated you can donate to extra life using the dread pirate tech supports donation link it looks like you'll be able to choose your competitor when you come back in through the donation and you will be given random unclaimed gimmicks based on where you come in so If you're eliminated in the first round, and you come into the second round, you buy back in through the donation, you'll be given an additional gimmick because the winners have two gimmicks. If you come back in in the fourth round, you'll be given three additional gimmicks. In addition to this, players can also donate to either blank a competitor's gimmick, unblank. A blanked gimmick or add-a-match stipulation. If you have unsigned extra life spectacle cards, you can use those. The blank spectacle cards say essentially once per match, you can use that to essentially negate a successful finish roll. So if someone hits a finish on you, you can't break out of it for three times, you can. Use the Extra Life Spectacle, sign it so it can't be used again. The match will continue as if you broke out. That's what's going on right now. There's no entrance fee, but there is the donation mechanic. And this again is for the Extra Life charity, and it's being hosted by the Dread Pirate tech support, Simon Strix. One last thing before I go I did receive somewhat late a summary from. Kirk Polka for their weekly event at Misos Games in Louisville, Kentucky. They had eight players. They had three Swiss rounds. Due to time constraints, they did not have a top cut. So the winner of this event, Alexander Slamilton as himself, and then a three-way tie for fourth place, Colton Jenk as Alien Invader, Kirk Polka as Najamai and Austin Lucas as the Salty Sailor, all were the next. Alexander Slamilton went undefeated to win. The other three tied for fourth. They went two and one. If you would like me to report your locals on this program, reach out to me either through Facebook Messenger or outlawmudcast at gmail.com any tournament reports or anything like that you want to send, send it to one of those two locations. I will talk about it on the show. With that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.